Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. I have to say as I begin this sermon that I really have no idea how to begin this sermon. These strange times that we're entering. It was fascinating to hear Suzanne mention that her 81-year-old father was saying that this is the strangest experience that he can remember in his lifetime. During our Lenten journey in worship, we've only been reading the gospel lesson, but I added the Old Testament lesson today because I think it's particularly relevant this week to the isolated experience that is stretching out before us. The Israelites were in safety in Egypt. They were enslaved, but they had normalcy. They had a roof over their head. They had food to eat, water to drink. Things weren't great, but they had stability and self-sufficiency. Now, Southwest Ohio 2020. Things aren't always the greatest. We have our share of problems in our communities. Cincinnati has systemic issues with housing affordability and homelessness. Cincinnati has one of the highest rates of childhood poverty in the country. Here in Loveland, we also have issues of poverty and food insecurity for our children. We're locked in a protracted debate about supporting our schools. Things haven't been perfect, yet there has been relative stability. Our economy has been stable. Unemployment rates have remained low. We have stability. And then this past week happened. It has, of course, been coming like a distant freight train for weeks, and that's a different story. But it wasn't until this week that the extent of our challenges came into such stark relief. Social distancing. The cancellation of so many events and gatherings, the stock market plummeting, so much uncertainty about the future of businesses and institutions. Our American culture has come off its hinges this week. and We are left to wonder how to navigate our way forward. So I turn back to the Israelites in the desert. Moses, how could you lead us out here into this wasteland? How could you abandon us like this? We are thirsty, and we have water to drink before. Has God abandoned us out here in the wilderness? I'm sure you can see the parallels. Everything was fine before. In fact, all still feels fine right now. Why do we need to isolate ourselves like this? Why are we upsetting our entire culture when only a few people are sick? Why are our leaders leading us out into this wilderness? Where even is God in the midst of this? Is God even paying attention to us, or has God abandoned us in our hour of need? We recognize the parallels because these are questions that humans have been asking since the beginning of time. The story of the Exodus becomes the central story of the Israelites because it's so relevant to them And to us again and again, we are consistently finding ourselves in wilderness moments, thirsty for connection with God and each other. God, where are you in our wilderness? 
We heard it today in the Connections video from our members. We're blessed that Pastor Lauren put together those videos before all of this happened so we can continue to see some of our members reflect upon their faith in the midst of this Lenten season. And today we hear that we all have these stories that we come to at some point in our lives of disconnection from God as we face struggles and hardship. And so it was that we meet the Samaritan woman at the well today with Jesus. This woman who has known her own share of brokenness and disconnection. John makes this point here by highlighting Jesus' exchange with her about her husband. Something has happened in her life as she's known multiple broken relationships. And Jesus comes to the well today to meet a broken, disconnected woman. And he uses the beautiful example that is central to where they meet. Jesus points to the water, the water that was God's gift to the Israelites, thirsty in the desert, water that we all need every day to survive. And if you don't believe me, just check out the shelves at Costco and Kroger. It keeps going out the door almost as fast as the toilet paper. Water throughout time has been a symbol of life as it's so essential for our living. And Jesus takes this physical element here and transforms it into a spiritual element. The water that I give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. And the woman clearly understands this shift as she says to Jesus, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty. We often feel the disconnect. And like a phone line, a disconnection is a loss. It's a brokenness. We're having a conversation and suddenly it goes away. And we want to get it back. We want to be connected to God. But like the Israelites, in the midst of hardship, it can become so difficult to maintain it. So for the Israelites, it meant telling the story of the Exodus again and again. Remember how God remained faithful to the people throughout their time of trial. God will remain faithful to you. God will lead you back from exile. God will deliver you from the hands of your enemies. God will always be the God of the Exodus, ready to lead you back home. This was the promise. But for the Israelites, it got distorted into a very particular vision of the Davidic kingdom. It was a political and economic standard by which everything else was measured. And adherence to the law became the way that it was to come about. But here, Jesus stands with the Samaritan woman, which of course is no mistake. There are multiple things communicated by that example. But one of them is to broaden the focus of the lens of the Israelites' story. The Israelites are completely wrapped up in the fate of one nation, and Jesus, as he offers eternal life to the Samaritan, is indicating that God's mission is much broader and infinitely more accessible than the nation of Israel. Since the beginning, Israel was to be a light to the nations, an example to all of the world of what it looks like to live in God's mercy and justice for all. And as Jesus comes here, we see that Jesus embodies now this mercy and justice. Jesus embodies the kingdom of grace and love and peace. 
Jesus becomes the gate to the eternal banquet that is set for all the peoples of the earth, Samaritans and Jews and Gentiles alike. Come to the love and grace of Jesus, to be reconnected to God and each other. Come to be reconnected to the promise of hope. Come to Jesus to touch the living water that gushes up in the midst of the wilderness moments of our lives. Come to Jesus when the connection is broken and through his love, healing and hope can rise again anew. We all know by now that as Americans, the beginning of this crisis is just beginning. We're only beginning to experience the brokenness and isolation that are to come. We've projected, along with our Ohio schools, a three-week break from worship and regular ministry activities here at Prince of Peace, and perhaps that will be enough, but so many experts point to a more significant timetable. It's going to get harder before it gets better. We are going to feel more disconnected in the coming days. Yet I've already been touched by multiple stories of the eternal promise of love in Jesus breaking through. People are calling and asking how they can help here at the church and at the Life Food Pantry. The community is coming together with the NEST program to supplement state supplies for the children in our community that rely upon school lunches. Anonymous donations to the church to help people in need. Business owners, even in the midst of great uncertainty for their future, coming together to serve the community in the most generous ways that they can. And of course, healthcare workers and first responders once again leading the march into the breach to care for the most vulnerable in our communities. These acts of mercy and love, these are springs of water gushing up to eternal life. And while we can't gather around the table to receive the sacrament, these acts of loving service become the sacrament for us. They become tangible signs of grace that connect us to the promised banquet of love in eternity. We are going to be more disconnected from each other for a while. My prayer is that in the midst of the disconnect, we're going to find ways to deepen some connections that will be gifts to us and those with whom we connect. I encourage you to make good use of your phones and the wonders of video chat in the coming days. Most people will be home more. Most of our extra activities are on a break. So in addition to watching Frozen 2 on Disney, add in some time to reconnect with an old friend. Check in with that neighbor that doesn't have a great support network. Call your older family members that are truly isolated right now in nursing homes. Write a card or a letter to encourage each other. Find ways to connect and remind each other of the love that unites us, the love that connects us to the promise of God and life eternal. There is a beautiful video that's going viral, viral right now. It's of spontaneous singing ringing out from windows down a deserted street in Italy. Oh, my God. 
neighbors connecting with neighbors through song. And the words of the song are so beautiful. It's an Italian folk song about the city of Siena as it sleeps. The city now is asleep in more ways than one as everyone is disconnected from each other under quarantine. But the chorus builds with more people joining the song. With the words comes the promise of life at dawn as they sing about a beautiful flower, verbena that blooms in the city square. It's a song of life coming out of darkness, nurtured in the love and hope of community. And while that square today looks rather barren, I can see it now in the life to come, where the verbena grows up right in the center of the square, around a fountain that gushes up the water that gives life to us all. My prayer for these coming days for you is that you will find access to this water, to this fountain that is gushing up this water of life eternal, as we find ways to connect with God and each other and the love that unites us all. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.